0: What is up pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, as always,
1: Adam Tolleson. It's Wednesday in Rochester. You know what that means, yeah? What do you think happens? We're recording, folks, on Wednesday. We don't know. I think something pivotal with the Dark Order.
0: It's got to be right. They've been kind of laying low.
1: I don't know. I read today that uh, Tony Khan has set up a eight man or sixteen man tag. To unite the Dark Order. So I think something goes down with that.
0: Yeah. What's going to go down is there's going to be a bunch of dysfunction, and then Anna Jay is going to bring it all together.
1: Or Bray Wyatt shows up and is like, you dumb fuckers, you've been fighting amongst yourselves. You should be worried about me. And they you have to join together to go against him. <laughs> Damn it. You've been <laughs> you've been conducting the
0: garbage train. Reading the dirt
1: sheets, Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we'll figure it all out in uh, a couple short minutes, actually. As we sit down at the table to record, it is, uh, I was going to say November. We're not there yet. September 29th, 2021, and on this day in pro wrestling history. See if I can read my notes as my uh, printer turned heel on me minutes before the show. Oh, no. You know, they say that if you can... If they give you like just the tops of letters, you can st- like you're a genius if you can make it out. I feel like everybody can still do it cuz your brain just puts it together.
1: Yeah, they have those on on like the internet all the time where they're like, "Can you read this? You're in the top 1%." <laughs> what am I? I'm EC3 a real over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh
0: yeah, EC3. Um, I feel like it works for both. Yeah, it does. Anyways, oh boy. This is a little worse than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give it a go. 1979. WWF Intercontinental Champion Pat Patterson defeats WWF World Champion Bob Backlund via disqualification in Baltimore, Maryland. Patterson hit Backlund with brass knucks, unseen by the referee, and Patterson was about to score the pin when Arnold Scullin ran in and broke up the cover, getting Backlund disqualified. Mm. There was like... It was like the same thing a week or two ago where the same situation, but like, what was it, referee, Grilla monsoon, fast counted or something? <laughs> like. It was yeah, the same guys. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For Hogan, I think, or something. I think it? so, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: 1985, the longest tag team title reign in the career of the Road Warriors comes to an end. After over a year as AWA tag team champions, Hawk and Animal lost the title to Jim Garvin and Steve Regal in St. Paul, Minnesota. When Freebird Michael Hayes interfered, costing the Warriors the match. Also on the card, Giant Baba and Tenru battled Stan Hansen and Larry Zabisco to a no contest. That's fun. And AWA World Champion Rick Martel
1: defeated Jumbo Saruta. Damn. That's crazy, so that's right? Some, some big name uh, Japanese fellows in Minnesota. 1987.
0: Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard won the NWA World Tag Team Champions, defeating the Rock and Roll Express in, oh boy, (laughs) North Carolina. (laughs) Go with it. (laughs) Uh, Prior to the bout, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane with Jim Cornette ambushed the champions from behind as they made their way out to the ring. Gibson worked the match alone, with Morton returning late in the bout, heavily bandaged. And with his left arm in a sling, Robert Gibson threw in the towel when Morton, already injured, was trapped in an arm bar. Did it to save his buddy, man. That's
1: right. That's his tag partner.
0: Belts are belts, but, but buddies were for life. It's forever. 1988, the Junkyard Dog made his final appearance at Madison Square Garden, defeating King Haku by disqualification when Bobby Heenan interfered in the match. What? Shocking. That's not the Bobby Heenan I know. That's right. The brain would never do (laughs) such a thing. 1989, WWF world champion Hulk Hogan defeated Randy Savage in a steel cage match in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ooh, all right. I checked it. It said Bradley Center, but I don't feel like the Bradley Center was around in 1989. Ooh, good question. I could be wrong. 1989, same day. The Blackhearts, Tom Nash and Dave Gangrel Heath, defeated Kensuke Sasuke and Sumo Hara for the Stampede International Tag Team title in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. The Blackhearts would be the final champions as the promotion would shut down in
1: December of 1989. Oh, like, okay, so you... Sorry. So Gangrel, right? Yeah. All right. I didn't know if, like... (laughs) Well, if I said David Heath,
0: you may or may not know. Our listeners may or may
1: not know. Uh, No, I thought we had, like, a Hunter hearst Helmsley situation. I'm like, some (laughs) other wrestler had the middle name Gangrel? (laughs) That's fantastic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. 1991. Slick made his final appearance in WWF for a year... During a TV taping in Wheeling, West Virginia, Slick, who was managing the Warlord, was power slammed by Davy Boy Smith. When he would return to the company, it would be as Reverend Slick, oh, okay. a babyface. Yeah, that's right. 1993, <laughs> one of the most beloved teams in the history of the NWA, the Rock and Roll Express, make their WWF television debut at a taping in Portland, Maine. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson... At the time, Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champions lose to well done mm. after interference by Jim Cornette and the Heavenly Bodies. This was a result of a agreement between the companies, uh, Smoky Mountain and WWF. Obviously, we knew Cornette had some ins there. Sure. 1998, D'Lo Brown defeats X-Pac in the very European locale of East Lansing, Michigan Mm -hmm. to win the WWF European heavyweight title for the second time with the help of Mark Henry, who rammed X-Pac into the ring post to set up Brown's top rope splash for the win. 2003, future WWE stars Ken Anderson and Sean Devari worked a Sunday night heat taping in Chicago, Illinois, putting over Rodney Mack and Tommy Dreamer, respectively. And I think Ken Anderson and Devari have a wrestling school now. Um, right, yeah. In Minneapolis, I Yeah, believe. it's
1: the same Minnesota, right?
0: 2005, CM Punk made his official WWE developmental debut in Ohio Valley Wrestling. He pinned Danny Inferno for the win, although Inferno was throwing live rounds in the match, and Punk's face proved it. I guess he was... really. Yeah, I guess he was lighting them up early and Punk's face was getting all swelled up and everything. And
1: did you know this before on this day research? No.
0: Nice. I didn't know if like no. it was a, a well known
1: tale or something. That, no, I
0: had to go into it. A lot of times when I'm doing this from PW Insider, um, I'll have a second window open where I'll click on where I'll type in stuff. Just like oh, I need it to it know or something. more about this. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, you know, That's it's cool. Just, well, not for punk, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny Inferno. I was like, who did he ever beat? And he didn't do anything. No. So, there you go. 2006. A, just, is that
1: Disco's brother? I think so. Okay. i just <laughs>
0: Randy Gilberty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2006. Justin Incredible's tenure with World Wrestling Entertainment's ECW brand finished as he was officially released. Credible had already been written off by the company after the former ECW world champion no-showed an ECW taping and had little or no communication with WWE management afterward. Credible would later state that he walked from the company after seeing how they intended to treat him and the ECW brand. So kind of standing up for himself and the ECW boys. Yeah. Because we can all agree, WWECW sucked. Oh, yes. Terrible. And if you want to see Justin Credible... Stop over to the JWA Sports Collectibles and Wrestling show on October 10th at the Rock County Fairgrounds. Cheap plug. Yes. 2008, plans were made for the retirement robe of Ric Flair worn to the ring for his WrestleMania match against Shawn Michaels to be donated to the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. The plan was for the robe to be displayed in their pop culture exhibit, which also features such items as the original Muppets Jim Henson worked with. Fonzie's jacket from Happy Days. Hey. And the original Howdy Doody marionette. Hmm. I thought you were going to have a Howdy Doody after that. I went to. Did they say that? I I never never got into it. I don't know either. Uh, Howdy Doody. It would be the first professional wrestling item displayed by the museum. Now, that's that giant blue and like silver robe that like draped way far. Oh, yeah. It's like the wedding dress. Yes, and they made a defining moments figure with that. Okay. And that's also the replica robe that you get when you buy the Ric Flair belt, belt for gotcha. $1,000. championship, pal. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's a belt. You didn't earn that. No, <laughs> you just right. bought it. That's right. 2010, the St. Petersburg tr- Times has reported that Hulk Hogan has reached a settlement with Post Foods in regards to the lawsuit the Hulkster filed against the cereal company. Hogan had sued the company last May over a commercial for Cocoa Pebbles that featured a cartoon wrestling character that, in all honesty, did look a lot like Hogan's old rock and wrestling cartoon character. That's fair. Details of the settlement were not disclosed, but Hogan is reportedly happy with the settlement he is getting. This is another one of those where I meant to
1: look it up in the separate window, but totally spaced it. I like to think I that, want to see what the guy looked like. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and I like to think that he doesn't like that, like he's... I'm a cinnamon toast guy, brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know I like Cookie Crisp, dude. (laughs) 2011, Jonathan Jimmy Uso Fatu was arrested. At 3.14 a.m. for driving under the influence. This is 10 years ago, Adam. Oh, boy. A police officer stated that Uso was observed traveling the wrong way on a one-way street. Damn. The report stated that his blood alcohol level was .18, more than double the legal limit of .08. And in 2011, James Marionato, a.k.a. Little Guido, who had been working as a referee... Was released by the WWE. I don't remember Little Guido as a referee.
1: Uh, I don't either. Only only in the FBI.
0: That would have been like right when we came back into wrestling, though. Okay. We still would have had a few months, so I feel like I'm sure we saw him and just didn't realize. Yeah, it. probably flew under the radar. All right, birthdays. Yes. Did you say that because he's so short he flew under the radar? No, you son of a no. bitch. Birthdays, Stacy Carter, aka the Cat, aka Jerry Lawlers. Oh, okay.
1: Ex-wife. Okay.
0: The cat. She was always taking her top off during the Attitude Era, dude.
1: That's right. The cat <laughs> is... Puppies! <laughs> <laughs> 54. 51. All right. All right.
0: Yoshihiro Tajiri, the Japanese buzzsaw.
1: Ooh, he's going to be at fight MLW's Fightland coming up. They're a, they're a pay-per-view. Tajiri is 48. Also 51. Alright, I'm within three. You're I'm, I'm close.
0: The poison pixie, Candace LeRae. Candace LeRae. 28.
1: Ooh.
0: Candace, if you're listening, you should really give Adam a, a smooch on the cheek next 33. Time. 36. Damn. Looking good, Candace. That's right. You look a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. Alright, this is the September 29th, 1997 episode of Monday Night Raw. They're at the Pepsi Arena in Albany, New York. And it's the go-home show to In Your House Bad Blood. The last In Your House. Ever? The final In Your House. Well, Well...
1: Before the the reboot, NXT's doing it still. Right. But yeah,
0: no, it is the final one ever. Before we start getting Armageddon and Backlash and all these other things, right? And you know they've been naming the in your houses for a while, right? Uh, either way, the WWF changes a great deal over like the next week. A lot of thi- a lot of things change in the next week, and we're gonna we're gonna be here to cover it all. We'll cover Bad Blood on next week's show. <clears throat> Raw opens with a video package highlighting Stone Cold Steve Austin's erratic behavior over the past few weeks, and we are told that tonight some form of punishment will be handed down to the Texas Rattlesnake, and the first thing we see in the arena is VKM announcing Shawn Michaels to the ring. He's accompanied by Triple H, China, and Rick Rude. Rick Root is the first to speak while Hunter and Sean are making like bunny ears and doing other childish hijinks. Oh, they're being
1: very, very juvenile. Here.
0: Yes. Vince then asks the WWF's resident smart ass, Vince's words, not mine, <laughs> to Shawn Michaels, uh, how he plans on surviving Hell in the Cell against The Undertaker. And he says that he has Taker's number and that, and then he kind of turns things over to Hunter. Who uh, who mentions how Vince hate click hates clicks, uh, but this click will not be broken up. Sorry, my notes are still fucky on this page too. Adam looked at my uh, on this day notes and he, he ref- what did you uh, compare it to? Government files. <laughs> yeah, when they black it out, it, it looked like that. <laughs> but it's like white out.
1: Yeah. So the fact that you're oh, able to it's really muscles through that. This is the last impressive. page. That's that's a little fucky, but
0: whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to actually coin. The Degeneration X thing at this time. I was you?
1: just gonna say that. I'm like, because we've not heard that yet, right? Absolutely not. Okay, I mean, they're, they're doing suckets, they're yes. uh doing the bunny ears, they're being... it's like officially DX. There, yes, you, you got the whole crew without you know? the name.
0: Uh, yeah, the sophomoric behavior continues until Sergeant Slaughter heads to the ring to have his say, and when he does, HBK is like wiping his face using because the European because... title belt to cover up from. Sarge's supposed spittle that's coming out of his mouth. I love that, by the way.
1: It's (laughs) cracking me up. Uh,
0: (laughs) Slaughter says that uh, tonight Hunter will have to take on The Undertaker right here on Raw. And while HBK and Hunter are throwing a bit of a tantrum over that ruling, the Hart Foundation with Anvil. We haven't seen Anvil in a long time. Yeah. They show up on the ramp. And uh, Brett says that HBK has committed crimes and that tonight he starts having to pay for them. That's right. They're going to pay. So then Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels, they seemingly gave zero fucks about Bret Hart's comments. Yeah. Played it off. Played it off. Like they were, I mean, they were just goofing this entire segment.
1: Yeah, doing the ooh, I'm scared and yeah. falling asleep and <laughs>
0: like all the things that would really piss Bret Hart off. Yeah in real life. In real life. <laughs> he takes his shit very seriously. And if you have like if you're gonna do that during all of his segments, I, I guarantee you that he- that eats him alive inside in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It does. it does. Then we saw some footage from the UK only pay-per-view that one night only where uh, HBK took the European title off of Davy Boy. And because the replay is already done, we didn't just get stills. We saw a lot of actual footage. Right. And last week, you were like, I wanted to see how that ended because there was so much garbage and stuff in that ring. Yes. And it was pretty good. Um, Diana ends up jumping the barricade. And She's China China.
1: Short, short work of her. <laughs>
0: yes. It's, and then, they, they, dude, Triple H and... Shawn Michaels, like, take their sweet-ass time getting out of there. Like, they are eating that up. All those fans throwing shit and just... Fucking white, hot heat. Oh, it was heat to the 10th power, my man. Match number one on the card, British Bulldog
1: versus Vader. I like the match a lot, except for the finish. Um, Yeah, there was one point when um, Bulldog slammed... uh, vader off the second rope yeah and then he suplexed him on, on the railing that yes. was pretty fucking awesome they each uh, got a good railing shot yes they did they did. vader <laughs> returned the favor um and then yeah eventually vader there's a vader bomb and then uh out comes the crew out comes the old heart foundation every match the past few weeks seems to end
0: in outside interference fuckery
1: yeah it's just crazy you can and actually you can like pick the crew if, if yeah. they have a
0: crew you almost know
1: yeah and even even if they don't, even it, well, then if it's tag teams, that happens too. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fuckery. Does. Definitely does. Um, <laughs>
0: the the Patriot comes out to help, but it's still four on two, and the Heart Foundation take it to Vader and the Patriot, draping Canadian flags over each of them. Yeah. After each man's left laying in the middle of the ring, it's a pretty good bit of business, though. I like that match number two: Farouk with the Nation of Domination versus Ahmed Johnson. With Ken Shamrock and the Legion of Doom. This is a semifinals match in the Intercontinental Title Tournament. But more so, it's a glimpse of the match that's going to happen at Survivor Series. Okay. This is literally a Survivor Series match. And I think it's actually Ahmed Johnson's last match.
1: Oh my God! Are you sure?
0: <laughs> I'm. am not saying this one here. I'm saying at Survivor Series. No, I know. I think that's
1: it. But we've talked about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he keeps coming. He keeps coming. And God bless him. He's for like that. a
0: carbuncle on my ass, Adam. He yes. just keeps coming back.
1: Uh, he, um. Go ahead. Uh, he. Have- Ahmed eventually attacks Farouk with the stairs and then, like, gets in a crazy madman zone where, like, no one can talk to him because eventually he cracks the ref in the face and gets dq
0: Well, remember a while back when he was, like, cutting that promo about how he was off his meds and shit? Oh, yeah, that was weird. I think, that's, I think he's getting back into that mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Be
1: careful, Ken.
0: I know, right? <laughs> oh, man, that's how it ends, though. Johnson, like basically slaps the ref who's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, Farouk wins it via DQ. Next up, another edition of Brian Pillman's Triple X Files. And this one's coming from a hotel bed that he and Marlene are sharing. He says that he will not wrestle dude love at Bad Blood unless the WWF handcuffs Goldust to the ring. And you're going to have to use some other handcuffs because his are, his <laughs> his are, are being used. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's basically sick of Dustin interfering in every one of his matches.
1: And I totally get that because he does do that. Yeah, but it's gotten him wins. It has. <laughs> it definitely has. I feel like keep coming out. Just make sure you clock the other guy before you hit me. Or, yeah. No, no, hit me. Hit me. Because then I get the DQ, right? Yeah. Right.
0: Match number three, the Sultan with the Iron Sheik versus Gold Dust. Dude Love out for commentary for this one. Uh, Goldust has some Darby Allen-like face paint going on. Oh, yeah. He's got the the skull. Basically, half his face is painted like a skull. Looks pretty cool. It does look pretty <clears cool. <clears <throat> um, they note that this is day 23 of Marlena being held away from Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they say that next week on Raw, the nightmare is finally over, because that'll be 30 days. And Mr. and Mrs. Runnels will renew their wedding vows.
1: And he kisses his wedding ring.
0: Yes, a frustrated Goldust does get the pinfall victory over the Sultan. Not much doing in the match. As the second half of the show kicks off, Stone Cold Steve Austin's making his way to the ring. Throughout the show, they have shown a camera of like the backstage area where the talent would come in. And that was like their bait. Like, they, we're going to keep going to this. And Until Stone Cold gets here. <laughs> yeah. He's not here yet. Right before they go to that break to start the war zone portion of the show, he busts through there, opens the door, and just, like, flips off the security guard. <laughs> it's just
1: great. <laughs> this is
0: how they're forced to use Stone Cold because of the injury. You can't,
1: you, yeah, you can't wrestle. You got to do something. It's pretty awesome, though. It, it actually really works. Um,
0: <laughs> so Steve Austin calls Vince into the ring. As he has heard all week that Vince McMahon has something to say. And then Vince gets in the ring and he says that he's done trying to protect Austin. He basically lays out three options. One, Austin can bring a doctor's note clearing him. yeah, He'll wrestle. Two, he may return if he absolves the WWF from any liability. Smart. If he gets hurt. And three termination. I'm going to have to let you go, Steve. (laughs) And he's like, Steve's basically got a rebuttal for all three. And the last one, he's like, you ain't got the balls to fire me or whatever. Um, (laughs) Nothing's really definitive. He makes a bit of a scene before heading up the ramp. Anything out of that segment that you took other than that?
1: Nah, you know, same old Steve. hits the double birds, fucking leaves. Agreed.
0: (laughs) Match number four, the headbangers versus Jesus and Jose of Los Boricuas. Very different look for the uh, the Puerto Rican team this week. Yeah. They ditched their all-white getup for like a, a more of a street gang-y look, like baggy yes. pants and, I don't or know, yeah, urban, <laughs> don't know.
1: question mark? I was like, I don't know. couple
0: that with the headbangers, and it looks like fucking bum fights going on in this yeah, ring right <laughs> shit. <laughs> it looks like you threw a sandwich in the middle of the ring, and these four guys are going to battle it for it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And this match goes on forever, dude. It seemed like it was the longest match on the show. Yeah, it was a long one. Jose hits a Hurricane Rana off the top rope on Mosh, but before he can cover, the Godwins are out here to interfere, ensure that their match, and this at least made sense, ensure that their match with the headbangers at Bad Blood remains a championship. Yes. Yeah, I get that. I get that too. Next, Owen Hart is heading to the ring flanked by security guards and sporting his new t-shirt. Ooh, the 0 and I just broke your neck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> shirt.
0: Uh, he basically blames himself for losing the Intercontinental title in the first place because he showed compassion. But at Bad Blood, he will defeat Farouk and win back what is his. He's also lobbying for Vince to fire Stone Cold Steve Austin, it turns out that one of the uh Jay Brown security officers was Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was like the druids at the GCW show with Moxley, man. <laughs> <It> sure was. <laughs> and then he hits on with the stunner before leaving through the crowd. I'm surprised that they're even letting Steve get that physical. Yeah. I mean, sitting you know, basically being in the wrestling ring and dropping down to your ass, that's jarring that's not everything. Good for
1: your neck. Right. Yes, 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 yes. I did like it at the very beginning. Vince <laughs> is like Oh, jeez, why would you wear that shirt? <laughs> and you know Austin's here tonight. Yeah. And Owen goes, because it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, you're, you're not wrong, Owen. True? Yeah, no doubt. And I made that shirt, says Vince. <laughs> <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> I wonder how long
0: they sold that shirt for. I feel like that's not one of those that was Could have sold been for on. very long. long. Yeah. I don't know. Main event time. It is Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus The Undertaker. Helmsley's not alone. Shawn Michaels and China accompany him to the ring. As Undertaker's making his way to the ring, he's attacked by Bret Hart and the British Bulldog.
1: Off the jump.
0: They get some good shots in before Vader and the Patriot make the save, although that's short-lived because Hunter and Shawn then just kind of pick up where the Hart Foundation left off.
1: Yeah, picking them. Picking the bones.
0: Beating the shit out of uh, Taker on the ramp still. Eventually, The Undertaker gets to his feet, enters the ring, and the match does get underway. Ding, ding, ding. If you want to call it that, though. like yeah, There's so f- much outside interference. Yeah, it's a mess. Uh, as soon as The Undertaker does get the upper hand, Rick Rude comes out with that steel briefcase. Wastes no time walloping The Undertaker from behind. Deadman wins the match by DQ because of that. But it was all about softening the man up for Sunday. Smart. And then what does Rick Rude pull out? A body bag. Put him in a body bag, Rick. Um, yeah, they zip him up in the in the body bag, they being Hunter and Sean. I I did like that Rick Rude just like basically gives the body bag and then he just starts heading back up the ramp. Like, (laughs) this is my part.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm just the insurance guy. Yeah. I
0: don't. I I like that. So these guys, these jack offs are celebrating in the ring and then the body bag sits
1: up. Yes. Which was classic. Awesome visual. It's so fun.
0: And then Undertaker just tears the bag open and then three men start brawling up the ramp. Shawn Michaels is about to head through the curtain. But there's like a red light and fog coming through the curtain. Mm. Mm. Foreshadowing. Hey, man. They were pretty decent at it back then, it Heck seems yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you do? He starts to ascend the Titan Tron to yeah. escape. He like jumps up and then like monkey bar style, like pulls himself up. And then he's just like booking it I up know,
1: there. I wish it, I would have kept going for a little bit. I'm like, I want to see how high up you got. Because we got <laughs> yeah. Taker eventually fights back Tombstone's Hunter. Yes. Tombstone's Hunter. On, on the Hunter. ramp. Yeah, But Sean's
0: just, like, in limbo, like, halfway up to Titantron, "Uh." and we get the old copyright thing. And back in this day, when that thing showed up, it was a
2: wrap.
1: Like, what happened? Did (laughs) did Taker just be like, all right, going to the back. I ain't going to get him. You know? (laughs) I would have at least waited for him to come down. Yeah, I just Just waited. I got all day. (laughs) I don't care what that red light is. He's going to have to
0: pee soon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sign of the times. Anything
1: good? Yes. Uh... Rock out with your cock out, <laughs> classic. I let, there was a
0: guy right behind Vince McMahon's announce table mm-hmm. when it started, and it said toupee, pay" and it was pointing oh, an arrow. Oh, right I Vince. missed
1: that. That's perfect. Uh, these hot dogs cost too much. <laughs> Probably right. uh I saw one that said
0: I'm a Salton Mark. Oh wow, <laughs> I liked that one. this is my team. um Nation of masturbation. Have we had that one before? I don't think so. <laughs> it's so on the nose, but yeah, it, I, I was like, I don't think I've seen that one. And then one just said Canadian beer sucks.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
0: good. I like that. <laughs> uh, I liked. I liked all that shit. I thought it was good episode. Oh, it was so good. And like I said, we we have between now and a week from now a lot of shit happens oh yeah it's just it's it's gonna be crazy next up it's time to go into the dorkness it's a news segment it's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles we also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections all right, not a ton of news. Um I saw that the WWE Hollywood Elites are starting to hit Walmart stores. That was that wave of 3 with like the Hobbs and Shaw rock the
1: Oh, okay. The, the Live Movie
0: Piper gotcha. and there was a Roman Reigns or something from like Fast and Furious or something I believe. Okay. Um when they first dropped, I was able to pre-order the roddy piper from walmart i don't think i've seen shipping or anything like that it's always weird for one pre-order always seems to be a crap shoot half the time it gets canceled eventually a lot of times it gets postponed hmm. but the real thing that pisses me off the most is they'll show up in stores but well before you'll get your shipment
1: yeah it doesn't make sense You, you the pre-order you think you get first crack to, yes it's supposed to cancel that Otherwise, why are you doing a pre-order?
0: I know. (laughs) Because I've gotten burned before with like, especially at Target, they're notorious for it. Uh, But I've gotten burned before where I've pre-ordered an item and it's not something that I want multiple of. So then when I do see it in the store, I'm like, well, I got that coming. Right. And then a week later, my order gets canceled and I can't find the stupid thing anywhere. Uh, It's so fucking annoying. Yeah, that's lame. So anyways... Hopefully I get that, because that, that, it's the only one I wanted of that whole set. Yeah, And I is. honestly don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> it just, I just, I don't know. Sometimes you get wrapped up in shit.
1: <laughs> have you seen They Live? No. I don't think I have either. I have not. I've seen, like, clips. Yeah,
0: bits and pieces or yeah. something, yeah.
1: We should do that. Yeah, we should watch that. We should watch that. that. Uh,
0: new packaging for the Mattel Elites are going to start with the 89 series, which is now available at Ringside Collectibles. Uh, it kind of looks like, I don't know, you probably don't remember, but... There was a Toys R Us exclusive network spotlight line mm. that had, nope. like, Nakamura. There was a Vince McMahon, like, Attitude Era Vince McMahon with, like, the black tank top. and I don't know. Okay. Anyways, the, the art style, the box, it really reminds me of this network spotlight. It's, like, black and red packaging. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, um, AEW has moved the full gear pay-per-view from St. Louis to Minneapolis on November 13th, Uh, but in St. Louis news, that will be the site of the 2022 Royal Rumble. Oh, boy. Tickets go on sale on October 15th for that. We got our full gear tickets, yeah?
1: Correct. Yes. Paid for and
0: everything. Full gear. Full gear. I'm excited for that. What's, what's that drive for us? Four and a half, five and a half, something Four like that. Four and a half. That's exactly what it is to St. Louis also.
1: All right. I'll think of it that way then. But you got to go by Dog. Chicago, don't you? I don't know. But you can go around
0: it, I'm sure. <laughs> Either way. Sankey basically told me, he goes, you know what? After like so much shit got taken away from COVID and everything, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not missing a wrestling show that I want to go to if it's under five hours away.
2: I was like, that's a pretty Uh, good rule. to live by. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Nice word. Totally agree. Uh, New arrivals. Got anything?
1: Multiples. What do you got? So I got Mm. Matt Hardy Retro. I needed him. Nice. What Uh, do you need still? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, Green Macho Man. Okay. Yep. Uh, Diesel. Yeah. JYD. That's it. I think so. I just need JYD. Still. I know you're so close.
0: I just need. J- <laughs> I'm just gonna. I kick myself in the ass for not spending like sixty or eighty on it. Because right now I'm gonna. Now pro- it's I'm like- gonna spend one. It's one of those things that I I should just do it. I should just do it and get it over with. I don't know. Oh, and Roman Reigns. Sorry. Oh, you need Roman I need Series Roman. One Roman. Yeah. Those are those are the Macho Man. Probably not that bad. No, I'm sure I could. But get Diesel's that. up
1: there. Yep. And the other two are definitely up there. For sure. And then I had a shit ton of micro brothers. I think I have seven. Seven? Francine. Son of a bitch. Start off with a fucking. (laughs) Good job. All right. Moving on. Got the Young Bucks from J. Cross at the last JWA. God damn it. I need them. And then I got a bunch I didn't have, which are older ones. I got uh, Jim Ross. Okay. MJF. All right. uh, Which MJF? Like the mm, burgundy suit? Yes. Okay. And then uh, Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Macho King. Oh, nice. With the purple. Oh, that's, that's a good one. one. That's a great one. really good. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. 40 bucks for those four. You
0: also got the Shawn Michaels Hasbro. Oh, yes. I at that show we're at. That's guy great. gave you a hell of a deal yes, on that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. The guy gave you a hell of a deal. We did get a Pro Wrestling Crate. I know we both got it. Did you happen to get the chase i
1: never get chases man did you no damn it
0: i didn't um but it wasn't a bad set there was a a major wrestling figure podcast t-shirt that looked like the adventures and babysitting i like that adventures and wrestling figure collecting or something <laughs> yeah. so i liked it too uh, a texas tornado t-shirt i think i'll probably be moving both of those t-shirts to be honest with you the adam bomb micro brawler was pretty fucking Kicks solid ass. yes it looks great uh road warriors in japan dvd Joey Janella autographed 8x10. I didn't even know that was in there. Uh, <laughs> I, to be fair, I opened the box, checked to see what the brawler was, and if I got a variant, and then I just closed on. it back up. Uh, a Sabu lapel pin. It's not bad. Did you get the chase on that? Nope. I don't get chases. They don't send me chases. Sometimes. I mean, there's only 250. It hasn't happened yet. How many boxes do you think there is? At least probably
1: 2,500. Yeah, that's probably a shit ton.
0: So it's got to be like a what? A less than a... Less, way less than a one in 10 chance that you get a chase.
1: Yeah. And I've seen you get multiple.
0: Colt, I got two. <laughs> right. I just happened to be in six. That's more than one. But I was also getting <laughs> two boxes. So I was doubling my chances. <laughs> Very true. Colt Cabana Micro Brawler
1: Pen Topper.
0: It looks pretty good. I, do not know I just what that don't want to
1: lose it. It's pretty,
0: you know. <laughs> I'm not going to actually top my pen with it. Right. Um, and then a Pro Wrestling Tees sticker. Cool. Next week, or next month's crate. Oh, it's the Halloween one. Yeah. That's Another be good. Halloween one. That that'd should be good. be good. Um you actually got one more micro brawler, Adam. That you didn't even know you I had Well, you up. knew you had you knew you got it, but it just showed up uh yesterday. Yes. It is the Bloody Terry Funk. Kick ass. I never I can't remember um my box showed up with three of them and I was like, "Did I order three or is this a so when you said you didn't get it, I knew that that must have been one of those.
1: It's my last match.
0: <laughs> I got a Roman Reigns uh, Amazon exclusive Funko Pop. He's holding the U, uh, universal title. The head of the it's table. It's the head of the table. Nice. Um, pretty cool. Wrecked that everyone does look pretty me. good. We got... Like holding the belt. That's cool. Yeah. We got... We went to the Brewer game on yes. last Saturday, and the Milwaukee Brewers, it was... To say it was WWE night would be bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But it was that's kind of what it was coined as, right? And they did give away Bob Euchre, uh bobbleheads with the WWE Championship, and it's a great freaking bobblehead.
1: And, and kudos to the guys that did dress up for that. You know what I mean? Like I did see a few people yeah. that, that that kept that theme. But on. normally
0: on theme nights, you get all like the walk-up music would have been everything. Wrestling. But this was a reschedule from last year,
1: right? So and it focused to Bob Euchre Day because the governor said it was Bob Euchre Day because it was his 50 years. In baseball, in baseball or, or, or no, or fi- commentary, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, yeah, what are you gonna
0: do? I don't know why they didn't just make the next day Bob Euchre Day, he had a talking bobblehead that day, too, because
1: Braun is retiring.
0: So, what I know, <laughs> um, also grabbed I already Ooh. have this figure, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of our, our buddies Sankey had it at his table at that collectible show, and uh, he gave me the good brother price on it, but it's the Razor Ramon defining moments. That looks awesome. I'm kind of in the process of even if I've got the figure, now I kind of want the figure on card or in box, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And that's a good one. That is a a classic. very good one. And I never had that one in the box. When I bought that one, it was Lucy's. Really? Yeah. Nice. And that's it for me. Um, There's other stuff. I definitely had shipping notification for that Sergeant Slaughter Ultimate from Mattel Creations.
1: Oh, I've been seeing some people posting them that they're getting them here and, and there's there. a chance
0: at a chase for that. Oh, yeah. There's like yeah. a black card variant or whatever. And the, I think those are going for like 300 bucks. Nice. If you score one of those bad boys. If I do, I'm selling it.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you.
0: <laughs> I actually I like the, sl- the Slaughter Elite that I have, I really like. And then in one of these upcoming sets, they, they're doing like the Iraqi Sympathizer one. Oh, yeah. It's like I don't need all these slaughters, so if I can turn one of them into a $300 bill, I'm doing that. Done and done. Give me that black card, baby. Maggot. <laughs> it's now time for What You watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table or ladder. Or chair. You know what I'm talking about.
1: What you watching, Matt?
0: Oh, baby. I've watched a lot of stuff from our friends from The Rising Sun. G1. So much G1. Do you want to get into that right away? Or do you want to talk about... Have you watched
1: any G1? Yeah, I told you last week. I watched okay. a couple of matches. I have not updated since. Oh, you haven't? No.
0: I'm up to date. God damn, that's impressive. Except I shouldn't say that. There was a show this morning that I'm not up to date on. You got to pass. Yeah, because it was at like 6 o'clock our time. I was getting up and getting ready for leave for work. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Quit my job for this shit?
1: <laughs> not until we get some sponsors.
0: <laughs> yes. I'd love to quit my job for this shit.
1: <laughs> by the um, way, By the way, this week's sponsor is by...
0: New Japan World. <laughs> yeah. Only 999 yen a month. That is true, by the way. I know. It actually comes out of my PayPal is as 999 yen, yen so awesome. which fluctuates. Sometimes it's like $9 American. Sometimes it's like $11 American. <laughs> hey, man. It's a global market out there.
2: <laughs>
0: and I'm just swimming in it. Um, so you want to talk to you one? Sure. Okay. Tell me what you watched. Okay. So night three, which would have been on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yano and Great O'Connor started things off. Very entertaining match. Um, of course there's a lot of Yano fuckery going on. Yep. And I find all these matches so goddamn entertaining. Like it's so weird because sometimes there's guys that are putting on a good match. Like, I don't know, it could be like Kenta and Ishii or something. It's like I like both those guys a lot, but I'll find myself tooling around on my phone a little bit here and there. Sure. I am, like, always fucking glued to a Yano yeah, match. I, know. <laughs> I don't know why. I want to see what he does next. It's yeah. like Howard Stern or something. I don't know. It's, it's real. Howard Stern. He is. Of, of uh, professional wrestling. He's got so much, so many gimmicks and all this stuff. Right. Anyway, Great Okan wins that. I don't think he's lost the match yet. Yes, um, he is undefeated. Kenta defeated Yujiro Takahashi. That was a pretty good match. Um, Kota Ibushi and Ishii had, like, a really physical match, and Kent or uh, Kota Ibushi is still coming off like pneumonia or something, so he's not a hundred percent. And okay. these guys are slapping
1: the fuck out of each other in the middle of the ring. I feel like I haven't heard of. Well, he lost to Yano, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "What is going on?" No, with him? he lost to the Tokyo Pimp. That's right. That's right. To me, opener. that's even worse because at least I'm sorry. At least Yanu is going to pull some bullshit. <laughs> Tokyo Pimp, I like. I wouldn't say it to his face, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially now, he's gotten some size on. Has him. he? He's like I getting haven't a little seen him fluffy. A long time. Oh, okay. Peter, on the other hand, Chef's Kiss. Yeah, she's Still looking, looking amazing. good. All right. Uh, <laughs> she can interpretive dance all she wants. That's all I have to say. That's right. Um. So yeah, that was a real physical match. Uh, Kodobushi ends up winning with the Kamigoye, but it did take two of them to put. Dude Ishii is just. Pff, a tank, man. Yeah, he I is. love watching that guy too. And then Shingo and Zack Saber Jr. headlined that one, and Zack Saber Jr. made him tap, man. Really, Zack Saber Jr. Okay, that match might have been my favorite match I watched so far. Actually, that was Ooh. so fucking good. Shingo is so fucking good. Zack Saber Jr. is also so fucking good, and but he's in such a way. That it's like you want to hate that fucking guy, but he's mm-hmm. also so good. He is good. And he talks shit while he's twisting your body 10 ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, like, Kevin Kelly really played it out nicely that you never see him, like, set a guy in a submission very long because his theory is if if you got a submission on a guy and in six seconds he doesn't tap, he ain't going to tap. So you just switch to oh, something really? else. Oh, really? So yeah, he'll have, like, an arm bar on or he'll grab your fucking finger and twist it weird or whatever. And then, like, four seconds later, he's transitioning into something else. That's actually really smart. It is. And, he, dude, he tied up Shingo to the point where Shingo couldn't even, like, tap. He had to, like, verbally submit. And Shingo's the fucking IWGP heavyweight champion. Right. And they kept going back to this triple threat that, that I don't know how many years ago, probably over 10. I think they said 12 years ago. Shingo versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus... Brian Danielson. Ooh. And talking they kept talking about this match. And then that's the main event of this show. So afterwards, you know how they do like the press conference or whatever? Yeah. With Zach, it's always good because I can at least understand what he's saying. It's sure. not being interpreted to me. Yeah. And he's always talking shit and dropping all these F bombs. Oh, yeah. But Swear at the it end it of up. it, he did say, I just slayed the Japanese dragon. Where's the like, American? Where's the American dragon? Anybody yeah. seen the American dragon? I was like, Oh, that is fucking cool. Oh yeah. I really dug that. Um, night four. That would have been B block. Godo versus Tanahashi. Tanahashi wins it with an inside cradle. Uh, Tama Tonga versus Chase Owens. Both guys are in bullet club. Those oh, guys interesting. kept it very civil. And nice. A lot of two-sweets, a lot of, uh, nice, you know, nice gotcha, done, oh, you right? gotcha. Yeah, yeah. There's very, very Respectful. little. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you, you thought, like, Jotto was going gonna... to. Jotto did come out with Tamatonga. Okay. And Chase was kind of like, what the fuck, man? You yeah. know, whatever. But <laughs> he never really gotten involved or anything like that. Okay. The, the finish of that one came pretty awesome. So Chase Owens, who I said in that last match uh, with Okada, I believe it was. Um, performed way better than I thought he was going to.
1: Yeah, I um, I need to give him maybe some more credit because sometimes I just I'm like, I don't know, I will watch a different match. He kind of looks like referee ball.
0: Jerry. That's what's doing it for me right now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Crown Jewel Bullet Club. You um, get a cheesecake, <laughs> but he uses the package Pal Driver as his finish. And the Owens does yes, okay. and and he was going for that package pal driver on Tonga, and I can't even tell you how it happened, but like as he's going to scoop him, mm-hmm. Tamatonga like flips out of it right into the gunstone oh, nice. for the win, That's and it was dope. pretty fucking like awesome. That. That's fun. Um, Jeff Cobb pretty much destroyed Yoshihashi with the tour of the islands. Uh, tai Chi beat Sonata match is fine. I don't love Tai Chi's like gimmick or whatever, but he's he's a damn good wrestler.
1: Yeah, I don't like this gimmick either.
0: And then uh, Evil versus Okada main evented that one. And I wasn't that excited for it, but the match itself was pretty freaking good.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: It was was damn good. Okada wins it with the Rainmaker. Nice. Uh, Night 5, A Block. We're back to A Block. Great Okan beat the Tokyo Pimp. Uh, Tangaloa. Oh, I want to go back real quick. Remember I said um, Yano and Great Okan had a great match? Yeah. It was very entertaining. Said of, I said it was very entertaining. Yes. So going back to like March, and I didn't watch this show, but apparently Yano got a win. You know how he likes to tape people to like the barricade and win by count out. Yes. He tied Great Khan's braid to a guardrail. <laughs> but instead of getting counted out, Great O'Khan cut it. Oh wow. And then in this match, he did like right when the match starts, he pulls it out and Yano's like like he saw a ghost. He's just like He pulled out his braid? Yeah. Oh that's great. Yano's like, Oh no, I'm so sorry, <laughs> that kind of thing. And like several times during the match, like Great O'Kan put the braid on his boot and like was trying to force Yano to like kiss his boot with the braid in it. Anyways, that I just wanted to give
1: Storytelling. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. So the Great O'Khan, he's actually had a really good showing uh Yano versus Tangaloa, and this match was funny too because the ref goes to pat down Yano first of all the re- the announcer has to announce like every bit of gimmick that that Toru Yano is get bringing to the- bring with him you know he used to just have the DVD right. now he's got like all this shit with him and he he's still carrying around like that king of pro wrestling 2020 uh trophy or yes, like all this shit <laughs> And the ref's, like, searching them, and they pull out this black bag. It's a black, like, velour bag with some white Japanese lettering on it. I don't know, obviously, what it says. So it was on his person somewhere? Yes. (laughs) It was under his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And the ref pulls it out, and he's like, what is this? And Yano just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that is. And the ref flips it over, and I'm not shitting you four to five pairs of handcuffs come out and like three rolls of tape and the handcuffs are not even like one's black. One's like, it's just like, it's just such a fucking mixed bag. And of course he, he wins it with, you know, a turnbuckle gets taken off or something like that. And then no, no, a yeah. low blow and, always, a, and a, yeah. always
1: gets taken off. Uh
0: Kenta versus Ishii. Uh, Kenta got the win with that. I think he ended up, it was a long match, but he ended up driving Ishii into the turnbuckle that was exposed and then just kind of rolled him up, and then Zack Saber Jr. and Kota Ibushi headlined that night. Ooh, fucking awesome match! Yeah, submitted Kota Ibushi again. Had him wrapped up so bad where Koda couldn't even tap. He had to verbally submit. Nice. Just it's been on paper. The matches don't look like they're going to be
1: that good, but it's been really fun. No, I I agree. I I've seen two, and I was like. First, I just went off of names, you know. I was like, "Oh, that—that's probably the best." And then, I whenever I hop back and watch, I forgot even what the second one was. But yeah, I, it's fucking New Japan, dude. It's usually awesome. It's very fun. You and
0: know, the shows are not bad. So they're doing because Naito pulled out with injury. Everybody in that block gets, which is I think a block, gets an automatic two points. That's right for that win. But whoever was scheduled to wrestle Naito will wrestle on that card, but it'll be like, it's not the opener where it's usually like show versus a young lion. Sure. It, the other night it was like Shingo versus uh blue justice. So you uh, still got to wrestle someone. Yeah. Just so you're, cause I mean, you're on the tour and they need the yeah. match, I guess. I don't know, but yeah. And they're, it's so doable. Like when you turn these things on, it's like two hours and 30 minutes. And you would think that that young lion match would be, you know, an eight minute match. No, it's like 20. So you can just fast. All, and there's all of a lot of talking too. Yeah. All of a sudden you're you at look, like 20. Yeah. Yep. Then they always have, they'll do like the two, two or three tournament matches. And then it's like 25 minutes to disinfect. So you can fast forward. Yes. To, it ends
1: up being like watching an in your house. It ends up being like an hour and 40 to yeah. watch all the, I noticed that. Cause I was like, I'm like, Oh, you know, cause they give you the match list in order. And then I'm like, Oh, I'll just hop to this. And I'm like, well, no, that's, where I thought it would be it, was it, way, it wasn't yeah. it was way over and I was yeah. like oh right cuz they do and then then there's the conferences at the end and shit right which those uh, pretty quick
0: yeah there hasn't been but I will say a lot of these matches are going long yeah um especially like night 1 night 2 there was several matches that were over 28 minutes and it's a 30 minute time limit I think they're start they're teasing at a at a certain point we're going to get one or two of these to go the distance I just think we are. Cuz you only get hasn't one hasn't happened yet. Each that Okada got point. down to
1: like 28 seconds or some shit. Against right? Tanahashi that's on night right. 1. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: It was crazy, but no, oh, that's been so fucking good. That's awesome. Um, do you want to just go right into the Deathmatch Jake recommendation cuz that was also G1 yeah, then yeah, we're yeah. off of this? Yeah. Uh that was the August 8th, 2004 G1 <laughs> match. Kensuke Sasaki versus Yoshihiro Takayama. Yeah. Or as I call it, Japanese Scott Steiner versus fat Japanese Ric Flair. Flair.
1: <laughs> also, that guy's face kind of look. All right, here's my scenario. I love that. That's what I have in my notes. Is because <laughs> I- I've never seen Takayama before. Yeah, you. Ha- I think you have. No, well, you saw the other guy then. I've seen. I've seen Suzuki. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. The- <laughs> I feel like you have, but okay.
0: He's Maybe- huge too. Yes, they're like, both big boys. Yeah. At-, at a certain point, um. <laughs> flare hairs Sasaki what I had <laughs> is throwing like these lariats they, they, you know how they're trading moves in the middle of the ring and yes. Sasaki's throwing these lariats but the other guy is just throwing big like just lifting up his head and kicking the other huge his, big boots to the face enormous
1: yeah just I mean that's his his comp yeah his rebuttal to that's his lariat All right. I'll just kick you in the fucking head Yoshihiro Takayama mm-hmm.
0: if great Kali Ric Flair. No, I'm sorry. Giant Baba, Ric Flair, and Dr. Tom Pritchard. Oh. Just in a dish. And they created
1: it in a lab. There you go. That's him. Yeah, the Tom Pritchard <laughs> was the fucking magic That's ingredient. That's his face. Is His it face is. looks like Tom it Pritchard.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I dug the match, though. It was fucking it good. It was really good. Really hard-hitting. And because it's only available in Japanese commentary... You're forced to watch it. Oh, yeah. You can't but rely I was on all Kevin in. Kelly. I was like, this is damn I good. good. I mean, I did watch it eight minutes
1: before you got here, but I still watched it. Monster Suplex from Suzaki at the end, then the Snapdragon, and then, yeah, it, that was... Yeah, he just even, won it
0: with, like, a German that he hung on yes. to. it was...
1: Yeah, German for the win. Uh, it was it was really good. But those guys were beating the fuck out of each yes, other. Yes, that whole sequence of just boot, fucking lariat. lariat boot. Boot. And you can hear it snap, like right on the neck. And like sometimes they get a little, he'd be generous and be like, oh, I'm going to go on the shoulder of this one. But then other times, like, nah, I'm fucking hitting you right now.
2: the
0: And I love how it's like, okay, in WWE, and this is not, you know, we, we celebrate pro wrestling. We don't shit on it. Uh, but you know, one of those, one of those boots and you're just taking like such a flat back to make the noise yes. and everything. Yeah. I love how these guys will eat like three of them and then yeah. like, and then drop to one, one knee. knee. And it's yes. just like, it means so much more. It does. And all these call. G1 matches, you know, at the end, win or lose, the young lions are in there with the water bags and just like, where yeah. each where guy, win or lose, yes. looks terrible. Like, yeah. like looks like they were through a you fucking war. You went through
1: a, exactly, exactly. You went through a, a fucking wrestling match and you're hurting. Yeah. Not, That's because not they real. probably are Yeah they probably <laughs> Fucking are <laughs> Oh my god uh, Let's get his
0: Recommendation for this week And then we'll move on To the rest of what You're watching You Perfect. ready Yep uh, Where's my button
2: Hey guys This is Pure Dad, Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in To Dork Side of the Ring Podcast with Matt Marbury And Adam Telson. And this is your Match recommendation For the day Hello everybody and we're back again with a match recommendation And this week we've got an exploding death match A banger And perfect timing for the Dark Side of the Ring FMW special All the way back in April of 1999 We've got a Tsushi Onita versus Masahiro Chono in a no rope double KO exploding death match And it takes place in the Tokyo Dome This legitimately has two of the coolest entrances of all time you can find this match in New Japan World, and uh, I think they cut some of the entrances out. So I highly recommend you guys try to look for this on Daily Motion or YouTube or something else to get the full effect. Can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about this awesome match. And check me out on Instagram at PuroDad.
1: Cool right. man! I
0: didn't know uh, the FMW Dark Side was this week. I also missed the last Dark
1: Side. Didn't see Canyon. I did not see it. Who
2: better than Canyon?
1: I will. You should see it. Sinister Minister really shines. Really, yeah. Jim Mitchell, yeah, I like that guy. Actually, dude, you're gonna like him a lot more. All right, good. That's good to hear.
0: I'm glad. To, I, I'd like to hear when uh, when you watch a dark, when you hear about a dark side of the ring and people are like, "Oh, you're gonna you know, yeah. it's a good thing and it's, not a bad thing." Yes. It's like
1: wait till you see Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> you might shit on Flair or Cena a little more, but. Uh, uh, but oh, yeah, I've, sinister, I've saw, I've caught a few ministers m- yeah. fucking kicking ass, man.
0: Oh, I think cause he was one of the only guys that like
1: knew he was like one of his best friends. Yes. Yeah. And he
0: kind of covered for him and stuff like yeah. that. Oh yes. yeah. I'm very excited to watch that. And it was not because of disinterest or anything like that. I just, I honestly forgot all about it. Yeah. You'll, you'll forgot dig all about it. it.
1: It's good shit. I'm excited for that. What else did you watch? Uh, NXT 2.0 last night. Nope. Okay, we'll move on from that. I watched Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite, dude! Kenny fucking Omega versus the American Dragon. That was very fun. Very. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I no, loved it. I did too. Um, I
0: <laughs> underwhelming to you? No, not No, un- no, 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 no. Okay, it's not underwhelming. But I will say this: so much of watching. Pro wrestling, especially for me, but anything really, um, is, like, there's other factors. Sure. I watched it at, like, close to midnight. Oh, boy. After we had recorded this show, after we recorded another show, it's just, like, I probably didn't give it what it deserved on my end, gotcha, but I bro. but I did really, really like it, and I thought that the finish being the, you know, the running the limit, time, the time limit. limit draw, yep. I thought that that should have satisfied everybody because... Yes. Those people, which, fuck you guys. I don't understand why you're like, well, I can't believe they're giving this match away. It's yeah. like, okay, why do you want to pay $40 for it? Like, <laughs> yes. And plus, you're going to pay $40 for the next one. It just... Right. It, it, it did everything it needed to do. The title no, was not on finish. the line. Yes. No, it was yes. brilliant. And dude, Brian Danielson's chest looking like hamburger meat eight minutes into that motherfucker. Yeah, man. And his smile... As it's happening, yeah, he's loving he's the like, fact that I'm he's able to do wrestle. this. Yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: like how I want to wrestle. Yes, fucking loved it. I did love it. I'm stoked. For I still the...
0: liked Britt Baker Thunder Rosa Lights Out match better.
1: Yeah, that was good, but this was this again was really you, good. It, yes, because there's a winner there. Subjective art form. <laughs> Bring up fucking old shit. <laughs> you know she. Fa- you know DMD faced Ruby Soho that night. Yes, too. I did. Yeah. I saw that. That was pretty good. That was fine. Yeah, I'm glad that Ruby didn't win. I am sick of me too. I'm sick of you shouldn't f- be able to march in as a new fucking no. kid on the block and and get all the glory.
0: No, and it's and it didn't do anything bad by her. There no. wasn't a, an extreme amount of fuckery, but there no. there was definitely your your uh, rebel and your Jamie hater interference after yes. Ruby hit her move and whatnot. Right. So it was fine.
1: Um, Did you like the Malachi and Cody?
0: I liked that Cody was getting booed right in his fucking open and he kind of sold
1: it. Like he kind of looked around. He's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) me. I love the brandy thing where she got in the ring and And flipped him off. Sat right in front of him. And that was fucking fun. That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Um, no, and the right
0: guy won. And I think they should legitimately just turn Cody heel. Yeah, because he can be like that fucking smarmy heel. That's like what I did everything on the up and up and you people hate yeah, me for it's your fault.
1: Ever. I tried to tell yeah, you guys. Yeah, I kind of like that. I could see and that. he's a he's smug enough that that'll work. Maybe he does that after the if his reality show bombs roads <laughs> to the bottom. <laughs> you, could, you could
0: use that, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, that, I mean, that pretty much sums up dynamite. It was a yeah. it was a fun show from that Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens. Same place they did rampage. The next or Friday night, two nights later. Um CM Punk first match in on TV in over seven years.
1: Against the Hobster, right? I thought it delivered and I liked liked how much offense Hobbs got in. Yeah. He was uh beating his ass down. He was. There was one really bad bodge. Was it the uh top off the rope thing? Yes. Yes. Hobbs like landed on the side of his head.
0: Yes. I was like, oh fuck. Yes. (laughs) Other than that, all good. Um, the GTS looked good. I like that. He yes. could actually
1: do the D the guys. Huge. Pretty Hobbs big boy.
0: He's a big dude. Yeah. Pretty big boy. Got the GTS. That was fun. Um, the eight man tag. And you know, I don't usually like these giant multi-man tags, but the eight man tag with like the Hardy foundation. What is it? Hardy. It's HFO, uh, Hardy family organization. Yes. Ugh, terrible name. <laughs> um, versus Lucha brothers. And, uh, do they oh, even call him Proud and Powerful anymore is it no, just Santana and it's Ortiz? it's
1: Santana and Ortiz. That, Man, that was fun.
0: That match ruled. Yes. And I've determined that anytime I see
1: Lucha Brothers, I'm glued to the screen. I, I got to say, yes, that and when you add Santana or San, Santino Marella, Morella. I know. Yeah. The Cobra, dude. <laughs> the Cobra. When you add Santana and Ortiz, like, I, I forgot about how much I like the uh, uh, Street Sweeper. Yes. I love that fucking class. Those guys need a better tag run. Yes, and they'll get it. I do think they'll get it. Um, I I would watch the Lucha Brothers versus those two all fucking day.
0: Fuck yes. Um, Speaking of a great tag match, it was pretty much a brawl, though. Suzuki-Goon versus Mox and Kingston. Yeah, it was so fun. That was very, very fun. Um,
1: (laughs) They were battling all over. That was was fucking awesome. Uh, Sorry, I forgot. I did want to go back to Dynamite. Sure. I loved, I might be a Dan Lambert guy. The guy has the gift for Gab. Yeah. I cannot disagree with you. There. I don't know who all these MMA people are, but I love they're just coming in just fucking up Jericho and <laughs> I know. And I was like, I don't know. I like it. He I talks. Think it, I want to
0: I want to hate him, but then when he. His promos are, I'm like, God, that guy's fucking good on the mic. So
1: I almost went. So like, I went to go see if there's maybe a quote from him, but it okay. was from a couple weeks ago. But then that opened up the rabbit hole of him. So he used to like. Run shit in in TNA and had like Bobby Lashley. Oh, really? America's top team it was called, and I was like, "Well, oh, America's look top
0: it. team is his MMA organization, it's, too." Right,
1: right. So they they did this kind of already in TNA, but with different people. But I like the I like the weird fuckers showing up and like kneeing people. I don't know these people. I remember I'm like, I don't know if this dude's talking. I'm listening. <laughs>
0: well, I've I've grown to like it more because the first time I saw him. I'm like, it was like two months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck? Is, Me too. I was kind of mad at Tony Khan a little bit because I'm like, why are you letting this fucking guy just run down your guys? Yeah. Like, but now that he's been a mainstay and it's an angle, I guess it's fine. But I thought it was just going to be a one-off where this guy's just coming yeah, like so tear down I. your guys and you're okay with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so
1: could, what? So you can get some cross promotional shit. For, Not only tear down night. your
0: guys, tear down your comp- your business. Like he would do yeah. shit all over everything. Yeah.
1: But I kind of like him. I'm telling you, Matt, keep your eye on him. <laughs> Dan he Lambert, it might, might be. This might be good. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sounds good. Did you watch Extreme Rules? No, me, I didn't. <laughs> what is going on, dude? I didn't watch it either. Not one bit. Well, to be fair, we are in Wisconsin, and the Green Bay Packers were on. Yes, and I was like, eh, I'm gonna. I'm that's gonna true. Watch this. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? I'll hop online or I'll, I'll be fucking and with it was a long day. commercials. Yeah. And we, we had a show. We yeah, had the we J- a commentary w- for JWA. You know, we were basically
0: tied up there for hours and hours. And uh, collectibles show, like I said earlier, we we're turning on uh, October 10th. Justin Incredible is going to be in the house. So check that out. Yes. Eventbrite. Get your tickets. JWA-today.com. Dot com. Um, but no, so we did the, the commentary for that. We were basically there from, but you know, when it comes to setting up, it was what? Pretty much one o'clock. I didn't get out of there till like seven thirty quarter to eight. Yeah. I was chatting up some folks, um, pimping the brand man, pimping the podcast brand. I did watch a little bit of that GCW get lost a lot show. Oh, you did? Yes. And it is on our fight thing. If you want to catch that, um, A.R. Fox versus Alex Zane opened the show. That's who it was. And hadn't seen A.R. Fox in, seems like, a few years. I don't know. Yeah. And he seemed a little on the rusty side. It seemed like, because I've seen that guy go. Yeah. So this seemed like it was, like, 70% speed almost. You
1: know what I mean? I haven't heard that name in
0: a while. Yeah, I think he's, I don't know if he... I'm not sure if he's one of those guys that like got picked up by developmental and like toiled there for a while completely or completely wh- possible. Yeah. Who knows? I'm not sure. Um uh, Effie rolls up Matt Cardona for the internet title. Yes. <laughs> I could I loved that. I could do, could have done without Brett Lauderdale getting on the mic and be
1: like, dude. Dude, we don't do this here, dude. Sound <laughs> not yeah, alone. I know. Shout out to uh I ran into oh because Cardona wanted to invoke his re-
0: rematch clause.
1: Yes, and also on a side note, I ran into Buddha this week. You did, I did, and he's like, "Your podcast is fucking funny, dude." And I was like, Which "Thanks, one? man." This I, one, <laughs> nah, dude, nah, dude. <laughs> but that old crew back in the day. This is a throwback. Only me and Matt will know. So sorry, but it's for us. Sp- yeah, a lot of dudes. One of what I'm the food saying? shop, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, fuck that. Fuck that. Kyle. Dude. <laughs> Kyle. Tom. Tommy.
0: Fuck dude. Anyways, Effie is the internet. I just want to get that over. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Atticus Coger. I can't put him over enough, man. Love that guy. He
1: defeated Jordan Oliver. Okay. So I've seen an update with this. Oliver is, like, flipping out. Okay. He's like, I can't get over this loss. He's like, I... I'm supposed to be the up and comer. I'm going fucking crazy, man. I need this rematch. Okay. So he just announced that it's gonna be, I think, in Detroit. Yes. And Atticus said, Oh, if you think you're going crazy now, wait till for this.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's my boy.
1: Silver so Tooth Satan, right? Oh my or god, what's the yes, name? Yeah, Silver yeah. Teeth Satan. I love it. Um, you know what sucks
0: is the next G C W show for us that is within striking distance is the Nick Gage invitational. In Chicago and we'll be in Minnesota
1: for full gear. So it's not like it's a wash, but I like that Matt said, our next GCW that's in within our reach. I'm like, oh, we're GCW guys now? I mean, I think so. I, I had a blast. I'd go anytime. I had so much fun, dude. <laughs> it was so fun.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, Taiji Ishimori, the bone soldier, showed up to that show. He defeated Tony Deppin. What a piece oh, really? of shit Tony Deppen? is. I didn't yet. know. No shit. Yes. Um, and then Homicide versus Minoru Suzuki headlined, and it was a fucking barn burner. Those guys were beating the living shit out of each other and ends up with Suzuki getting one of those naked choke, rear, uh, whatever. And uh, Homicide would not tap, though. Pa- the old just, pass takes, out. The nice. old fucking
1: pass out and ref, ref stops it. Homicide was also on AEW this week helping out. Yes. And that's why I was like, I forgot that they had
0: taped Rampage because I was like, how the fuck are they doing this? <laughs> like, granted... Both events were happening in New York, so it's like it's possible. Possible, right? Like Alex Bernardino worked at like Geneva. <laughs> oh, that's on Good a different on level.
1: <laughs> Zach Gowan. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I watched some clips of that.
2: Did you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> he got a uh, Zach did like a a dive like onto all of them, and and he I don't know he's got an impressive moon salt, dude. Oh fuck yeah! You know what I mean? Zach Gowen. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. He usually comes around with with Mondo Lucha, which yes. I love. That's one of my favorite nights of the year, November. Um, what's the guy's name? Fontaine and his Rogues Gallery, yes. <laughs> his Misfit Gallery. Oh, it's love fucking that music! Y- Yabo the Clown. You got Zach Allen. <laughs> yeah. All these just fucking cretins. Yeah, <laughs> and Frank Fontaine looks like he's out of like the fifties or whatever. He's got the mustache and like the wife beater. And <laughs> yes. It's so great. Mondo Lucha, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Check that shit out, folks. You will not be disappointed. Uh, let's wrap this thing up, Adam. High spot of the week.
1: What do you got? I thought it was like the best thing you saw this week. Yeah, oh, right. your high, high spot, spot of the week. week. I named Ome- it. Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, hands down.
0: I got to go with Zack Saber Jr. versus Shingo Takagi. That thing was, uh, that thing was awesome. Man. All right, I just I, I dug that. it. I, did, I and I don't I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. I just really enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the storytelling. Kevin Kelly, like, taking it back 12 years, talking, I don't know. Yeah. There's just a lot. It's not always just the match on the screen. Sometimes it's a lot of moving pieces behind the scene, too. Agreed. And that was that, and I just, I really dug it, man.
1: Shout out to the fans and and people that we met at the JWA on Sunday, too. Uh, Shane and um, there's a a bunch of people came through. Lots Thank you all. We'll see you in the October we We appreciate show. you. Yes. Check us out on
0: the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at DorksideOTR. And until next time, you guys watch some rest, and we'll see you next week right here on Dorkside of the Ring. Uh-huh.
2: Give it here. Give it here. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast and planes. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast and planes. Yeah. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.